Hi there, I'm Bunny Terry, and you're listening to the I Love New Mexico podcast. Whether you're a native New Mexican who's lived here for your entire life, or you're just considering a visit, this episode is for you. Join us as we share a lot of New Mexico stories, talk about all things New Mexico, and include topics like what's magical here, where you ought to visit, what's happening, and the things you absolutely cannot miss in the land of enchantment. We're excited that you're here, and we can't wait to show you what an amazing place New Mexico is. Because, let's face it, I love New Mexico. So if you're a regular listener to the podcast, you know that I always say, wow, I get to meet the most interesting people that I never would have met otherwise. But I'm telling you, my guests today are people that I have met. I've had them in my home or I've been at conferences or meetings with them. And they're two of my favorite people in the world. And they both um, currently live in Farmington in the Four Corners area and and I just confirmed that they both grew up there. So there, we're going to hear some cool stories about what it was like to grow up there and also um, why you ought to consider visiting or even moving to Farmington. I'm going to tell you, it's a lot less expensive than Santa Fe, where I live. But first, I want my guests to introduce themselves. I'm going to tell you, my Valerie Esselman and Barry Digman are both realtors in that area. But more than that, they're people who know everything there is to know about Farmington and the Four Corners area. So let's just start. Valerie, tell folks, first of all, what you do right now. And one thing you love, love, love about Farmington and how long you've lived there. Thank you, Bonnie. Thank you very much. I am Valerie Usselman. Uh, currently working uh, as a broker with Keller Williams Realty. Um, I had quite a path to get here, uh, but uh, I used to teach at Farmington High School. Um, Barry and I have lots of good stories about Farmington High School, but, uh, you know, ultimately, I have a very dear friend who has passed away who was the deputy director of the Southern Nevada Water District, which, or which, uh, you know, would include the Colorado River, Lake Mead, everything that goes south and flows from there. And she's, you know, she and I were talking one day and I said, I sometimes struggle with still living in Farmington. And she said, are you crazy that she's traveled all over the world? And she said, it's my favorite place. It's the most beautiful place I have ever, you know, lived in and, and been to. And I, she said, if you don't recognize the beauty there, you need to rethink things. So I, uh, you know, I was born in Farmington. We have my husband and I have five sons. We've raised our children here and Barry, I think it's a pretty good place to be. Can't beat it. <laughs> pretty good place to be. So anyway, yes, Barry and I are both uh, with Keller Williams in Farmington, and uh, we are discovering that there are many people who want to move here because there is so much to offer. 
I love that. What about you, Barry? What's, first of all, um, in, I, I, I mean, we know you're a realtor with Keller Williams and you're one of the most hilarious humans. <laughs> He's got the driest sense of humor in the world. Um, but, but I also know that you went away for a while, went to UNM, right? And then, um, came back. Were you born in Farmington? No, <clears throat> actually I was, I was born in Albuquerque, Presbyterian Hospital. Um, and my parents moved up here with the oil boom in the early 50s, 1953. Okay. So I grew up here and then I went to UNM, went to school down there and I worked down in Albuquerque for Bellama Corporation. So a lot of your, a lot of your people that are going to be watching and listening, they know who Bellama was. And uh, my wife and I were down there for several years and then we decided to come back to Farmington and I've been back up here ever since. Um, my background was accounting. That's uh, Anderson School of Business, UNM. Everyone's a Lobo, right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, came back up here, worked in the real estate industry in accounting and finance, and then uh, got my license and, you know, started selling listing real estate. Um, I met my lovely wife in Santa Fe, which is a whole story unto itself. Santa Fe in the early 70s, what an awesome place. And I'm sure it still is, but I'm not there, I'm here. And I'm here because I love it here. I love the access to, you know, the outdoors. Um, I love the people here. They're, you know, it's just one of those communities that pulls together because we're, we're not in the Rio Grande Corridor. So we've learned to kind of take care of ourselves. And, and I think we've done a fabulous job of uh, building this community up. I agree, Barry. I think that above all else, Farmington has a very keen sense of community. The people who were here when the oil boom began in the 50s, <sighs> realize that this was a special place. I don't know if I have my uh, information correct, but is, is it two thirds of all the water that runs through New Mexico, runs through San Juan County, exactly where we are. We have the San Juan River, the Animas River, and the La Plata River. And I, I believe it's, yeah, it's... it's a significant amount of of all the water in New Mexico flows through this area. So, um, um, and as Barry said, you know, the people who moved here banded together to create more than just a workplace. It, they banded together to create some activities and some special places where people could enjoy life. I mean, you know, in the early days, they founded the college, San Juan College, which is an incredible community college, offers a diverse, uh, pro diverse programs, certificates in education, nursing, um, dental hygiene, um, the list goes on and on, and they, they you know, there, there was, there was a realization that 
not only was this a good place to work, but it was, it's also a great place to play. And, um, what, and what I you think guys, that. Go ahead. I'm sorry. What you guys don't know is that I, I lived in, well, I think no, Valerie I might know this. That, I lived in farming for a couple yes. of years when I was 19 and I, left to go back to UNM and finish my degree because, you know, it's one of those kids who went to school and then I quit and then I went to school and then I quit. And, um, but I remember that my favorite thing about Farmington was that everything we did, we did outdoors. I mean, that's that I, so I want, you know, we're we have a lot of listeners from New Mexico, but I have listeners in Canada and in, you know, on the Eastern starboard and some in India. So, so I want people to know that Farmington is, uh, are, is this like the fifth largest community in the state? What do you, what do you think your population is? You now? know, our, our population in Farmington proper is about 45,000. Okay. Now the the county and uh, is about 150,000 on a good day, probably, Yeah. you know, it, it varies. Um, but yeah, it's it's the right size, you know. Um, what was the size when you were children? What do you think? Fifty five hundred, and oh we were was it even light. that much, Barry? And was we it? were we were children on the same block in the same hood. <laughs> we were in the same hood, and that is where we derived yeah. our sense of, you know. We built such a fabulous foundation, and there were so many cool kids in the hood. Man, there were. We, we kicked around, and we, I mean, <laughs> and people still talk about it today. Yep. Um, we were very fortunate. What street did you live on? Mesa Verde. Mesa I'm on Mesa Verde now. She grew up on Mesa Verde. Um, I grew up actually on Laguna, a block over. You did? Yeah. Okay. Which house? 1232 Laguna. So that was <laughs> next door to Pigford's next door. to That's right. That is right. absolutely right. <laughs> I do remember that. So where, where were you, Bonnie? I lived on Dustin okay. in some apartments above. Yes. The, what's the park? Oh, yeah. What's yes. the big park? Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, those were the cat's meow when they were built up there. Sunset House. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Very fancy. It was very fancy for me, and I think our rent was like a hundred and twelve dollars a month. You know, it was like like nineteen seventy nine, and I lived with a woman named Phyllis Begay, who swore that she was going to be the next the f female president of the Navajo Nation, and I, I would love to find her again. I know there are many Phyllis Begays in the Four Corners area, but. Um, we worked at the college and I was the assistant registrar to Valerie's old friend, Ray Lynn Shropshire. Shropshire yes. And, um, you know, I worked with Fred Zafke. He was my boss and I thought it was the coolest place I'd ever lived. I had so much fun. Well, you know, to compare, as you have stated, Santa Fe is a world unto itself. There is incredible, um, appeal in Santa Fe. However, we have, you know, we have just as much to offer as Santa Fe does with more reasonable real estate prices. And, um, you know, Southwest Colorado is realizing that there are many people who are 
choosing not to live in Colorado, choosing not to live maybe in Santa Fe, looking for, for a place here. And um, I understand that. I, I worked with a woman last week on a transaction who was a mobile notary, and she is from, you know, I don't recall where she, Oregon, I believe. And she moved here and I said, why did you choose to move to Farmington? And she said, because the real estate is reasonable. And also there is incredible opportunity here, recreation, cultural diversity, proximity to so many destinations that are sought after internationally. I mean, you know, we're a couple, three hours away from Telluride, from Moab, from Lake Powell, from Silverton, uh, from Chaco Canyon, Mesa Verde, Mesa Verde, I should say. Um, fluent, <laughs> fluent in Spanish. No, it's a, it's <laughs> a, I love that. It's a good I love thing. that. <laughs> um, so, 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 so you're also, I mean, you're very, I mean, you're close to Navajo Lake. Oh, yes. And you're certainly very close to skiing in Durango. Um, but I, tell me, um, you said you had a lot of stories about Farmington High, but where, what elementary school did you guys go to? Because I know there's going to be somebody listening who's from there. McKinley Elementary School. Ditto. Yes, yeah. it was. The cool place. It was. It, it was, was the cool place. It was the cool place. All the cool kids went there. What can I say? You know? <laughs> so, yeah. McKinley Elementary, Tibbetts Junior High, Farmington High School. Now, when we were, you know, when we were in high school, there was only one high school in Farmington. And since then, they've built a beautiful new high school. How old is Piedra Vista? Piedra Vista is probably is 10 years. 10 or more. Probably 10. Yeah, rather. anyway. Yeah, they're both uh, wow. beautiful schools. And of course, there is a rivalry. Of course, there is. And of course, there are attendance uh, enforcements today that perhaps there were they were not necessarily in place with yeah. when we went to school. <laughs> I can remember. Wait a second. Yeah, it was, you, uh, you know, growing up in Farmington was the typical small town, you know, um, you, you cruise main street, you know, we used to call it dragon main, you know, and the kids yes. call it cruise main, but it was just like that. And, and Valerie and I, and a lot of other people talk about, you know, it was such a magical time and place then. Um, my, my children have all grown and they're, they're gone. They're from all the way from Rhode Island to California. I don't know that. You know they're going to have that same experience that they did not have the same experience i had but they had an awesome experience here growing up as children it was wonderful we have you just have to come and see the park system that we have for kids you know soccer baseball softball we just finished Tennis. the most marvelous pickleball courts here um, we have indoor racquetball, and of course, we host uh, the premier baseball tournament for amateurs here in Farmington every August. The Connie Mack World Series draws in the best 
kids, you know, in that 18 year old age bracket from across the country. It's a, it's a, it's a really big deal. We also, and about the same time, we have the rock crawling championships here yes. up in Chokecherry Canyon. And you would not believe the rigs that show up for that from all over the country. It's outstanding. It would rival Moab oh, yeah. in many ways. It yeah. would rival Moab, the competition. And I know my cousin who lives in um, Aztec, they host, I mean, you you host those kids that come to the Connie Mack World Series. Right. And then, and then some of those kids go on to be pro. Oh, I mean, she's got yeah. a lot of pro kids. I know you do. You host those kids, don't you, Valerie? Oh, we have hosted them uh, for, I believe, 22 years. We were not able to host last year because I was, I took a, an excursion to Michigan that I would not have missed. But yes, there are a couple of players now who play professionally. Joey Bart play, is a, um, he's a fabulous catcher with the San Francisco Giants. Uh, Kyle Farmer uh, plays now. I believe that he is going to Minnesota, but he played for the Dodgers in the World Series. I mean, yes, we have hosted many who have played professionally, and it's that's what I that's what I mean when I talk about sense of community. You know, when the when the group that traveled to Chicago to bid on bringing the series here, that was one of the. One of the strong points that I believe allowed Farmington to receive that opportunity was we, we offered to host the players instead of the teams having to pay to, you know, house the players when they're in Farmington. It, it, it has continued for, it's over Gosh, how long has it been? 50, 50, 50 plus years. Yeah, yeah. That, that we've been that doing that. Been doing, yeah. Um, and we, you know, we have smaller local events, uh, you know, uh, balloon rallies and marathons and bike races and all those kind of things. You know, I, I want to touch on something else, Bunny, and that is the, uh, the cultural diversity here that we enjoy. We have very distinct uh, groups here, our Native American, uh, uh, Hispanic you know, and and they each have you know their own their own cultures here that that we embrace, and for folks who like a little bit of difference, you know, gosh, you know, I mean, it's you know, at the very least, it's spiritual, but it's even elevated to holy here, um, in a lot of ways. This is this is a special land for a lot of people, and if you stick around here for a while, the light goes on. And it's like, wow, I get it. This is this is not just geography. There's a whole lot more here for people that are looking for that. Well, what I would say is that that's what I learned when I lived there. And I didn't live there a long time. I lived there a couple of years. But um, what I found was, I mean, I learned so much, first of all, about the Navajo culture. Mm -hmm. and And also, because I worked up at the college, you know, we that there was a real diverse um, group of students. And I, I, you know, I was young and energetic and I worked all the time, but I also went to school full time and I was on the student. I somehow talked, talked them into changing the rules for student government. And if I ran for president, I should get to be on, right? I mean, 
you know, um, I think um, uh, Pete Crevo Cabbage beat me out. Tell where Pete lived. Is Pete this lived, Pete there? Pete lived a couple of doors down <laughs> when, when we were growing up. And I uh, see Pete still yeah. at the post office. He works at the post office. Pete, yeah. But you, <laughs> I'm going to, next time That's I see hilarious. Pete, I'm going to have to <laughs> ask him if he knows you. His great friend was Daryl Polston, yeah. who I dated oh, for yes. about 20 minutes. Um, and, and, but there was this huge, broad swath of kids from all different cultures that I never would have met if I didn't go to Farmington to live. And it really, you know, during the pandemic, there was so, um, the Navajo Nation lost so many of their elders. And in fact, I just talked to somebody on a podcast last week um, from Lone Hawk Hats down in Madrid, who did a fundraiser for the Navajo Nation and raised a hundred thousand oh, dollars. That's amazing! Wow, that's amazing. Um, and so, but but at the time that that happened, I thought, I've been there. I know those people. I understand mm -hmm. those issues. And it and so I'm going to say, for me, living in Farmington was was life changing. And I think I'd go back if I didn't have a lot so much family in Santa Fe. It's mm -hmm. The the one thing that, that people wanted, I, I mean, I think that you've got incredible potential, and I'm sure it's not potential, I'm sure it's happening, as a, a great place to retire. Am I right? Absolutely. And we actually have a group here, a little subcommittee I'm on with the Chamber of Commerce called Retire Northwest New Mexico. And we actively recruit, you know, people who have had a wonderful career somewhere, uh, it's time for them to retire, to sell that big house, and to move somewhere else. And Farmington's it, you know, as far as I'm concerned. If you are an active senior, um, you just can't beat Farmington. To be outside, to become engaged in the community. We have encore classes, they call them, at the college. It's all kinds of stuff that you're able to do here. We also just completed a how big is that home over where American Plaza used to be? Oh my goodness! A couple the of hundred community. Yeah. yeah, they they're 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 recognizing that there will be many who will want to stay here, and they're building a facility to house well people who like Barry and I who probably will be there in a couple of weeks. Right? <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> I mean, one never knows. Now there's, you know, we have a lot of other facilities here, you know, traditional assisted living and those kinds of things. Um, well, and you have a good hospital. Yeah, we do. We do. We do. And, Absolutely. Uh, you know, now I would encourage the, you know, your, uh, your developers, you know, that are going to see this. We need a beautiful gated community up here we do. you know we do for people who want to live in farmington who want to be able to just lock their door and be gone right we need that in farmington well and the other the the uh caveat to that is that in san juan county there is only i believe it's six to seven percent of all land that is privately held there's not a lot left. So developers out there, uh, heed this call and yeah. uh, call Barry or 
me and uh, we'll take care of it. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's prime. The other thing, Bunny, is as you know, uh, Durango, you know, an hour's drive from here is more closely aligned with Santa Fe when it comes to home prices and people can't really afford to work there and live there. They're looking to migrate a little bit south of the border. So, um, yeah, we could we could use some more housing, housing. here for, for those folks that are going to become commuters. The potential is great. Say somebody hears this podcast and they're mm -hmm. like, wait a second. I think I'm going to run up to Farmington for three. You know, I'll come up and spend two or three nights. <laughs> Um, I know what I'm going to say, first of all, is if you're interested in Native American art or jewelry or rugs, which are also, I mean, that's all art. Um, you, the prices are much better in Farmington. I've got some great things that I bought downtown that were really, really, I think about half, maybe 60%, but half of what I would have paid for them in Santa Fe or Albuquerque. So that's one thing. But if somebody was coming for, and they had like two full days. What would you tell them to do when they're visiting? And where should they eat? Well, it, where where should they eat? Uh, and one of the best Mexican restaurants in you know northern New Mexico cuisine, uh, the Chili Pod, right downtown Farmington. But you know we've got a we've got an amazing diversity in restaurants here. Um, we have excellent Thai food at Boone's Thai downtown. Oh, it's it's it. It really is good, you know, and and so and as I mentioned, the chili pod, we've got a little place called Tree. Olive Tree, not yes. Olive Garden, that is Mediterranean food. And it's it's outstanding, too. And then we've got all the traditional guys. But, you know, if you want the best wow. hamburger in New Mexico, hometown hamburgers, I know the Al Cafe and all the rest of them think they're the best. They're not. Yeah, we've they're, got, they're definitely we've got not. It here and there are some other uh Mexican food restaurants, yeah. uh, Los Her Hermanitos. Yeah, um, out on the west side. Uh, Los Rios, Los Rios. Mm -hmm. uh, that I would put them up against anybody in Albuquerque or Santa Fe any yeah. day. So <laughs> tell me where the burger is. The burger is on Main Street, right on Main Street. Uh, East and Main. what's it called? Hometown Hamburgers. Oh, well, of course. Okay. Now, for reference, I will say, you know, it's right across where the Valley Drive-In used to be, which hasn't been there for 40 years. <laughs> so do you still have an A&W? That was my favorite place to get the... Um, no, from. we do not. There's one in Aztec. There is. There's one in Aztec. That's true. Yes. 15 yes. minutes away. And Steak I... Fingers. Taquitas. Yeah. Oh, we forgot Taco Box. Barry. Oh, yeah. Taco Box. Oh, my box. goodness. Taco Box. Oh, that, yeah. <laughs> no. Taco Box on Broadway. Yeah. And what about attractions? I mean, I know there's some things that people need to see. Yeah. You know, if I was just going to be here for a couple of days, it would depend on what time of the year, you know, I was here um, and what I was interested in. Uh, you know, I would, you know, I, I might want to see all of the local trading posts if I wanted to, you know, see Native American arts crafts that kind of thing i'd i'd for sure go down yes. to fifth generation yeah you know which is oh my gosh what beautiful stuff they've got down there but you know mr benali's got a place on main street and you know where nigrans used to be um he's got nice stuff in there fouts trading 
you know, right there at the corner. Right there at the corner. Um, so, you know, and then if I wanted to, well, you you and your sweetheart were up here to fish, right? Yes. The quality waters, right? Quality waters below the, below the dam at Navajo. Best trout fishing in the United States. Yes. Uh, we have, you know, if you're a, a golf enthusiast, uh, there is Pinion Hills. It's a public golf course. I haven't golfed since 1992, but um, Pinion Hills. Uh, I, I'm looking to. I'm, rec I'm looking to start my golf game up again. Oh right? yeah, well I, go for I it. Think I think I'll go for it. Yeah, hang out at Pinion Hills. It was at one point ranked in the top. 10 public golf courses in the United States. Yeah, by Golfing Magazine. Yep, yep. And and they have just finished a, a major overhaul of it. So I can't wait to see it this spring when it's, you know, when it's all greened up and everything and looks gorgeous. It's going to be outstanding. We also have a river walk. Becky and I just walked. I was just we just did the river that. walk, you know, and, and, you know, our parks department has done an incredible job. So I you know, get down to the river. When Jama was here, she said, I wish Santa Fe had a river walk yeah. like you have. It is, it is yeah. really, really nice. Yep. And we've, we've got a, uh, we've got uh, a, a little thing we call River Fest coming up over the Memorial Day weekend. Come up, lots of food. Lots of music, lots of uh, rafting on the Animus River, and I'll tell you, the river is going to be outstanding this year. This year, <laughs> good. And I'm sorry, but you live there, so this is all obvious to you. But not, it's not very far to go to Shiprock, yep. and the as oh, an icon yeah. of the Southwest. Yeah, absolutely, and it is gorgeous. Yeah, Shiprock, uh, Chaco Canyon, you know, I mean, that is an experience all in itself. If you've never seen Chaco um, and you need a, you know, you need a full day for those those trips because they're just so encompassing. Let's take, why don't you explain to folks what Chaco Canyon is real quickly? Because well, Chaco Canyon is is, um, you know, it, it it's a series of uh kivas apartments those kinds of things that were built by the anasazi and around 1100 is when they when they finished that up and it was a central marketplace a religious center all kinds of things for um you know the anasazi culture and then it was abandoned and those ruins were you know they were rediscovered you know um found uh, and excavated, and they've done a tremendous job of, uh, you know, explaining what was there. So is that a, that's got to be a national park, doesn't it? It's a national monument, yeah. Yeah. National monument, national it's park. A, I think it's national a national monument. Cultural, a cultural, cultural monument. I think that's the name of it now. I, I would say for people who, you know, they're going to hear, uh, you know, if you're in New Jersey, you're going to hear apartments. But I'm telling you, these are complex. It's a huge area, complex systems where people lived kind of reminiscent of the way the Mayans lived. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Yes. And there's great. Isn't there something there every winter solstice very Well, there's a sun dagger. There's a there's a, a, a consent. There's a spiral that is uh, carved into the rock there. And on the winter solstice, you know, is it the winter or the summer? I forget now. 
Anyway, the sunlight only once a year hits that dead center. It's wow. You know, it's kind of a testament to, you know, you know, their connection with astronomy. Um, It's pretty cool. It is pretty cool. So, so I'm telling you, I, you know, I've lived in Farmington, but you guys are making me want to come back. <laughs> so, so what I want to do is what we're going to post with this um, podcast are links, you know, we'll at least, you know, visit Farmington or your chamber or whatever that is, and ways that people can find the two of you, because I think that if somebody comes up and wants to take a look around, you're who they should call. Be happy to do that for people. We love that. it. Be happy to. Nice. You know. Nice. Well, I'm sorry we're not together so that we could now sit down and have a cup of coffee or, you know, something different. And I'm I'm sorry that Valerie and I are not in Austin this week so that we can go see James McMurtry play at midnight. <laughs> Isn't that at midnight? Coming? <laughs> oh, it was like maybe one o'clock. I mean, it was perfect. Everybody was invited and I was the only one who took Bunny's invitation up. And yes, Bunny... He, we, Austin was we, we went to the cocktail club at, at midnight. So I'm sorry. Let's go do that again. But let's do it. But you also are welcome to come visit us in the northwest quadrant of New Mexico in the land of enchantment anytime. Any, anytime. We'd love to have you. We'd love to have everyone. Yeah. Thank you so much for being on the podcast. This is a fun conversation. In fact, why don't we plan to come back and do this again maybe in the summer when you've got some summer events coming up? Oh, let's do we'll it. Talk about Connie Mac. Let's then. do How it. Does that when is Connie Mac? When are the when's the Connie Mac World it's, Series? It's, it was typically in August, but it has kind of migrated earlier because many of the the players needed to get to college. So it's probably the end of July. The end of July. Cool. We'll put a link up to that too. Thank you guys so much. Thank you, Bunny. (laughs) 